Welcome to the Chad Cargill ACT Test Prep Podcast, coming to you from the Ollie Ray Ranch in Choctaw, Oklahoma. It's great to be with you for episode 29, what tech centers offer and why every high school student should consider them. My goal is to give practical tips to help you increase ACT scores, qualify for college, and win those much needed scholarships. We'll talk colleges, careers, and most of all, test taking strategies and tips. Tech centers, at least locally, could be called the artist formerly known as Votex. And that comes straight off of the Tech Center website here in Oklahoma, and what a fitting name. The programs, facilities, and awaiting jobs make Tech Centers a great option for many students. Today, in this episode, we'll be joined by Karen Kane of Northwest Technology Center in Alva, Oklahoma. She's gonna discuss with us what Tech Centers offer and why every student out there should consider attending. Karen is one of my closest friends on my workshop circuit. I've been doing workshops for her for probably, I don't know, 20 years or so. She's just an outstanding lady. She's one of the few people that talk as fast as I do, and I just love her to death. Her energy is awesome, and you're going to certainly sense that. But one thing about Karen, she really has a passion for kids. She loves kids, and I cannot wait for her to share that with you. Now, this episode is going to be beneficial not only to students but to parents, and I, I really hope that you will listen to how we discuss the benefits of the tech centers and the jobs, and that's whether we want to go to the tech center to get a certification or we want to go to the tech center to get training or skills that will lead in to a regular college path. So we'll talk about all that today. Karen's just a, a fun lady, and uh, she would uh, she'd drive up in her little 73 yellow VW Bug if uh, you were in Alva waiting for her to drive up to the tech center, and uh, she'd get out with the biggest smile you've ever seen and squeeze you tight. And uh, er there's no one I know that has met Karen that did not immediately just fall in love, and I cannot wait for you to hear from her today. I'll be back with you at the end of the episode to wrap this up, but I hope you enjoy this. Let's get started with Karen Kane of Northwest Tech in Alva, Oklahoma. Well, Karen, it is an honor to have you on the podcast. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. Well, this is the highlight of my day, Mr. Cargill, so thank you for your <laughs> invitation. <laughs> Well, I've already introduced you some uh, to, to the listeners, but I mean, we have, man, we've been doing workshops together for a long time. And frankly, I, I, I've never really viewed our relationship as a workshop relationship. Just you've been such a great friend uh, to me. I always enjoy getting to hear how life is and what's happening and uh, not only Northwest Tech, but just in Karen Kane's world, which is always an exciting world. <laughs> And, you know, you, you were, you were so good. My, you know, my dad used to travel with me to workshops and just for the listeners out there, yes. I mean, Karen, uh, he, he, she was so good to my dad. And, uh, you know, I, I lost my dad a little, uh, it's, I guess it's been two years now, which is just mind blowing, but, um, I always cherish that the way you were so good to us and, uh, the way we got to go to the salt plains. And then I started bringing Camden yes. and Casey to some classes Yes. And, my goodness, you you have always been. I just consider you part of the family, so I'm glad the listeners get to hear this today. So, Karen, let's start with. Um, I, I want you to start out. Just tell us a little bit about how you got to Northwest Tech 
And tell us uh, in that answer, um, when you get to Northwest Tech, kind of tell us, uh, you know, how, about Northwest Tech and how the number of students, the schools you support and so on. So if you would just give us a little background to begin. Well, Chad, it's, it's my pleasure. And I will tell you, I have very fond memories of the, one of the first times you and your father and son came to Alva. And uh, for those that are listening and don't know where Alva, Oklahoma is, we are not quite the panhandle of Oklahoma. We are 12 miles south of the Kansas-Oklahoma state line. We are uh, in Woods County. It's a population of about 10,000 people in our whole county, 5,000 of which are in Alva. And we always are very, we're very hospitable. We don't sometimes have a lot to offer except ourselves. So when your family showed up and they said, well, I'm going to be with your kiddos for three hours. Is there anything in town that my dad and son could go do? And I thought, oh my gosh, you know, I mean, you can just, as we cruise the boulevard so many times, that that would be fun for them. So anyway, we've got a lot of natural resources out here that people forget we have. And that's just a fond memory. And and your family is just precious to me as well. And I do appreciate that friendship. But thank you very much. I I am a Northwest, I'm an Alva, Oklahoma kid, was raised here with my family was given the opportunity because my neither one of my parents were educated and with a college education, they had high school t- degrees. And when my father had the opportunity to move to Alva, this was a prime place because it was where his job was. And it also had a university. Now, Northwest Technology Center in Oklahoma, the career techs are completely separate entities of universities. I know across the United States, some of them are junior colleges, community colleges, or branches of a university. But in Oklahoma, we're standalones. That career tech came along, was built, Northwest Tech was built back in 1972, 73, when I was still in high school. And at the time, Chad, it was interesting because that was the place you probably would attend in the event you couldn't cut high school. Yeah. And yeah. I have was got an elementary degree from Northwestern start. I know that's kind of scary to think I was an elementary school teacher, but started out as a fourth grade teacher, got married and moved back to this part of the state. And I had worked on my master's degree. So I was at Tonkawa, Oklahoma, then Cherokee for two or three years. The high school counselor at Alva High School was getting ready to retire and got a hold of me, which is kind of flattering when you think about it, that your high school counselor would reach out to you and asked me if I'd be interested in that position. So I applied. I was at Alva High School for seven years. And then um, in 1992-ish, I believe, uh, Oklahoma in state at House Bill 1107, 11, anyway, it was so every school could have a school counselor. Northwest Tech had never had a school counselor. So whether it's good or bad for Northwest Technology Center, I'm the only guidance counselor Alva's campus ever has ever had. So my wow. joke is when I finally retire, Chad, yeah, when I finally retire, they're going to get somebody that really knows what they're doing and they're going to be really <laughs> impressed with that new person because they've put up with me for 25 years. But I, oh, I'm very, I, I tell you, I'm, I am so blessed. I, I don't know. The good Lord got me exactly where he needed me to be when I'm working with kids. And I, yes. I kind of have a tendency to fight for the underdogs. I don't know that I was ever really an underdog, but I know what it feels like to maybe not given a chance. And when I came to Northwest Technology Center, I quite honestly don't know that I totally understood the career tech system. There are three places to become employed as a school counselor in Alva, Oklahoma, and that would be Northwest Oklahoma State University, the public schools or career techs. So I have experience in all three now. But I've learned a lot in the last few years, and it's interesting how career techs in Oklahoma have evolved in the last 25 years, and Northwest Technology Center has two campuses, one in Alva, and then 70 miles south of us 
in the town of Fairview is a sister campus. It is also called Northwest Technology Center, but there's an Alva campus and a Fairview campus. I'm at the Alva campus. Our Alva campus this year, due to COVID, I get kind of tired of saying that because everything seems to be due to COVID, but due to COVID, our enrollment is really, really healthy. And we struggle sometimes because quite honestly, Chad, a career tech is an elective. We're that cl- there are classes that do count for some of the core curriculum requirements to get a diploma, but not all of them. And we offer things such as electrical, auto mechanics, auto collision, health careers, which is, could be nursing, could be sports medicine, EMT, digital design, business and computer, and biomed, which is a high school class specifically where kids can get a two to three credits of science and a math because it's a STEM program. All of the rest of yeah. our programs, adults and high school kids can be in. So our enrollment right now, I would say, is probably for the 2020, 2021 year is about 80% high school and 20% adult. It's, okay, that's good. Again, we're a career, yeah, we're a career tech and it's it's interesting because often a lot of high school says kids' opinion is well they treat me like an adult. Well, our name is career, and so they are treated like it's a career. When you take a break, you take the allotted time that you've been given and don't abuse it and get right get busy. Chad has been on my campus many times, and it's funny because it's very quiet. We don't have a lot of noise because our classes are two and three hour blocks. And kids get back yeah. there and dadgum it. If they're happy painting a car, they don't, you know, if you've ever done a project, you don't want to be interrupted. And they get into what they're doing and the life skills that they get is, are so valuable. I've, I've seen yeah. in my 41, gosh, Chad, 41 years of teaching. I know. I uh, hope my dentures don't slip. Um, that, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> well, uh, in 41 years, we have a lot of kids that are raised differently than maybe my generation was by grandparents yeah. and some other extenuating circumstances. And a lot of times they don't have anyone that goes out in the garage and works with measuring, uh, measuring yep. tape, utilizing sure. that. Or kids sometimes don't even know the difference between a flathead screwdriver and a Phillips. And so it's the sure. learning curve has had to change. But it's interesting because another beautiful part of career tech is we take some master craftsmen and we make them teachers. And that's a hard switch. Um, they have been, they've excelled yeah. in their field, whether it be electrical, what we call the TNI trades, um, electrical, auto mechanics, and auto collision on my campus. And they were master mechanics. They were, you know, master electricians. And we toss them with high school kids who sometimes, just don't want to be stuck at the high school and they'd rather be here. Other times they're here because they they realize that they can be, get skilled within the two years that they could come as junior seniors and graduate from high school with the honest to gosh skill in their pocket that they can go on yeah. to a university and utilize that skill as a side job. Many go right on to work. We've got some businesses here in town that there's an auto collision business here in town that is Every, every employee is a product of Northwest Technology Center, and it just makes wow. you happy. They, they're dedicated, yes, at what they do, and they do fabulous work. And they have referred yeah, lots well, of kids, and they've hired right there. kids from let's, Northwest Yeah, let's pause right there, because when you were naming off the programs, in my mind, yes, I sir. was thinking jobs, jobs, jobs. You, 
those programs are all practical. They're uh, programs that these kids can get certifications in and immediately go into jobs. And so you covered a lot of, a lot of different things there. I'm going to step back through a few of them kind of as we go here, because uh, I want to, I want to dive in a little deeper on some of these. Let, let's just start with this one. So in Northwest Oklahoma, I mean, I, I, this is what I shared last week on the episode. Um, the, the uh, Tulsa union college of career counselors, they're supporting 500 students each, you know, they're going to graduate, you know, 12 to 1500 a year. Oh, and you've got yeah. schools up there where, I, I told the story of the one year, I don't remember which high school it was. The student walked in, you said, this is a big deal. This is their entire senior class, this, this student. That, and so I don't right. think people realize when you get into rural areas like we are in Northwest Oklahoma, you're, you're supporting a, a broad range. So again, we're going to, we're going to step through a few things, but let's start with just this question. Why are tech centers so important to rural communities like rural Oklahoma, rural Iowa, rural, or why would tech centers, why are they so important up there? You know, it's the options, Chad. So often I wanted to be a school teacher. Okay. I've always wanted to be a school teacher. Well, to become a school teacher in Oklahoma, you have to attend a university. You can't attend Northwest Technology Center to get that certification. And what you said clicked in my head as well. Every one of our programs has to have at the end of the curriculum an opportunity to have a certification of employment or certification to master that to get that kid into the field. Now, many careers, for instance, have to have an apprenticeship. And if you'll, I, for those that are listening to my programs that I rattled off rather quickly, Every one of those programs that we have at Northwest Tech, those are careers and jobs that are needed in my community. So Northwest Technologies yes. programs might look different than what you might find in Southeast Oklahoma. What we're offering at all of the career techs is going to adhere or be an advantage to the communities in which they sit. For instance, I've been here at Northwest Tech 25 years and we at one time, when I started, offered construction, construction trades. Well, that class enrollment became smaller and smaller. Well, in rural Oklahoma, there's always a need for construction folks, but it was almost, it, it wasn't fitting the niche for kids. And so a little by little, that program was dropped. Well, we sat without any kind of a we had a void for that kind of a skill for about five to six years. And people in town, of course, when you live in rural Oklahoma, everyone knows you. And they would stop me at church. They would stop me at our local stores. We really have got to get some more electrical people and plumbers. And because all of the tradesmen that we have are my age and older that are looking to retire. And so yes. needless to say, I am just the school counselor, but I came back and visited with my administration. And of course, career techs are, we're tied into every aspect of a community because that's what we do is fill the needs. So my administration started visiting with community leaders, whether it be chamber of commerce, people at the university, and we then they, they talked about what, how, what can we do and what, how can we fill this? And so we were very fortunate when we reinstated that program that the gentleman that was hired had sort of, he was had a license to be a plumber and an electrician. 
Wow. Yes. What a package. So he yes. did that for three or four or five years. And then he retired. The gentleman that replaced him had no plumbing licensures, but he is an electrician. Chad, that class this year, we averaged just for common knowledge, because we are a smaller campus, about 15 to 20 people in the class. That 20 would be a really full class. He's full. They've had to move all the desks out of the classroom into the shop. So again, you asked about what is it that we offer? And it's, it's a lifestyle that someone could be trained in and leave high school and really and truly with dedication and commitment and willing to grow and learn from other craftsmen in their field, a living. Yes. And I have a lot of, yeah, I've got a lot of kids that if they want to open up their own body shop, they know they're going to have to have some, either hire a bookkeeper or they may need, many of our kids go on to Northwest Oklahoma State University here in town and get a business degree. Let's let's go through that because, you know, something that I try to explain to people, and maybe I'm jumping ahead just a tad, but something I try to explain to people is there are two paths that you can get at a career tech. You can get the certification yes. job path for immediate jobs. You can also get the college prep path in that you mm-hmm. may be in the pre-nursing program. You may be in the pre-engineering program. There are incredible preparatory programs at tech centers, which leads to my question later. What would you say to parents who say, eh, no, that's the old Votech? Yeah, well, you're right. And I will say when we started, STEM was a hot topic mm, eight years ago. And everybody was doing STEM things well and very valuable. And we understand. It's interesting to me, sure. Chad, that um, often if you look at what a mechanic does to fix my very expensive vehicle that I trust to take on the road Come and on, keep my family VW safe. Come on, the bug, baby. Well, you know, there's not a lot of craftsmen that won't even work on that silly thing. But I am known for that. But, you know, there's a lot of math involved with auto mechanics. There's a lot of math involved with carpentry, electrical. It's interesting. They don't let them have that credit for a high school diploma in Oklahoma towards the core curriculum requirements unless the parents have deemed them non-college preparatory. Very frustrating because sometimes just because it doesn't come out of a thick math book doesn't mean it's pretty applicable math. That's a life skill yes. that you just you just need to know. And we offered biomed, and it was interesting because a lot of people hear biomed, oh, well, you need to be going into a medical field. Well, that's wide and broad anyway, because it could be veterinary, sure. it could be, you know, any medical field. It's they're getting three because it's been all approved through all the people that need to approve it. They do obtain for graduation three college preparatory science classes. And of course it's any math above algebra two. Wow. Well, that's, that's, that is college preparatory. Yes. So it's interesting. Our, our health class teacher is certified as a biology, as a science teacher in the state of Oklahoma. So a child that takes that class can also transcript on their high school transcript to graduate anatomy and physiology. And so this is a good point for uh, potentially homeschool. Uh, homeschool families, yes, uh, a student yes. who's homeschooling who's trying to get some of those advanced sciences, and we know that's really difficult. Yes. And you know, even even here in Oklahoma City, 
you know, I, I talk to homeschool parents who say, Hey, one of, one of the biggest jobs I have is I have to drive my kids to these, you know, co-op things and try to get together with these groups. Well, in rural yes. Oklahoma, rural America, <laughs> you might have to drive mm-hmm. two hours to get to one of those groups. Yes. However, yes, I could use the local tech center and get unbelievable teaching at an incredible facility. And not only am I going to get exactly what I need, I'm getting great credits as well. Exactly right. And, and we, because, you know, here we go, due to COVID, the situation's just different, but we've have, and we currently have homeschool kids. And that is exactly right. It's, it's just, it's a very healthy environment for them to expand on those academic possibilities, as well as sometimes even the social interactions of people that have different opinions on the right way to diagnose something or is, or is this the right care for a patient, whether it be a nurse or, you know, a, a sports medicine, it's, it's just invaluable. And, you know, I, I, I sit here as you were talking, Chad, and I remember one yet one year I had a young lady who was just new. She wanted to be a physical therapist. Her aunt was a physical therapist. She loved the stories her aunt told her. And she, we do some job shadowing every opportunity we get with career tech kids and she wanted to become, so I got her to the health class. The year progressed where they get to get to a point where they can do the job shadowing. She did the job shadowing, came in, looked at me in my guidance counselor's office and said, Mrs. Kane, you have to get me out of that. And I looked at her just like, you've been begging me to get you in. This is, she said, I didn't realize physical therapy involved all of that. She yeah. didn't realize she was going to have to maybe go in rural Oklahoma to a nursing home and provide that skill. She thought they'd all just, you know, had a sports injury and she had a nice office like her aunt. People just came to her and she helped them re- rehabilitate. What an eye-opening thing, eye-opening thing for a high school kids to get to experience. Didn't have the expense of having a four, four-year university on top of it. Then go, you know what? I don't think I can do this for 42 years of my life. I've been a huge proponent of tech centers. You know, I, I do so many workshops at tech centers and I, I get to know so many of the great people like you that, you know, help students and try to tell students about the uh, opportunities there. And I was, I, I've to, I think I've told you this story before. I've not shared this on uh, the podcast over the last year, but I was, I was at a, um, a school, I was teaching. Um, the school took a long break in the middle. It was kind of a, uh, almost a lunch break. Uh, one kid was, uh, he was sitting kind of by himself. I, I went over to him and I, I said, Hey, you know, how's it going? I just sat down with him and I said, so what are you going to do after high school? And he just shook his head and looked down. He just goes, no. Nah. I said, Hey, what are you going to do after high school? Tell me. And he looked down and said, no. And <laughs> I said, well, that, you know, it's okay. I mean, you can tell me. And he said, well, he said, I'm, I'm going to go to college and be a doctor or a lawyer. And I said, uh, oh, okay. I could <laughs> sense something right. And I said, so why are you going to do that? Is that what you want to do? And he's kind of looked up at me and he goes, no. And I said, then why are you going to do that? And he just, again, just kind of looked at me and looked back down. And he goes, my mom and dad tell me I have to. And I <laughs> said, what do you want to do? He said, I love working on cars. Yep. And I said, well, why don't you go work on cars? And he said, I mean, he literally, he just kind of looked at me and he goes, I'm going to be a doctor or a lawyer. And I said, now, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, if, if you love working on cars, I said, have you ever considered going to your local tech center? I said, have you seen the shops that they have? I said, they're, some of the yes. shops at the tech centers are better than the dealerships. I said, 
certified mechanics have great careers. And I said, have you, have you talked to your parents about that? And he just goes, no. And I said, listen, here's what I want you to do. I said, go home tonight. And I said, ask your mom and dad, if you can have a talk with them and tell them this, say, I believe I'll be a better dad and a better husband. If Hmm. I do what I love and that might be a certified mechanic and, and even tell them, say, Mm -hmm. I know you have big dreams for me of doctor and lawyer, but I may own my own shop someday. And I may have, Mm -hmm. you know, my own way. And, and I said, if you do that, I said, listen, you would be honest with them. And I really believe you, if that's what you love and you want to work with your hands, you should Mm -hmm. tell them that Karen, are you ready? He was a high school senior. You ready for his response? He didn't respond. He broke down Uh. and cried. I'm not lying. I, that he just broke yeah, down that and cried. Me. And, mm-hmm. and I, I, I reached mm-hmm. around. I just held him. I'm, I'm not lying. I know yes. people are like, what? Yes. No, I held this kid. I just squeezed yeah. him. And I said, listen, you owe it to your mom and dad to tell him that. And he just, he goes, I cannot believe you're telling me this. And I said, why wouldn't I tell you that? And I know you see the same that mm-hmm. parents got to know. Mm-hmm. This isn't the old Votech. I, I love on the OK no. Career Tech side. It says the artist formerly known as the Votech. So exactly. You see that too, don't you? Yeah. Oh, all of the time. And and we have a kind of a mentality of, you know, everybody's going to go to college. And I said, Chad, gosh, look at any workforce data. Let's get our kids educated where A, they're going to be passionate about what they do and they can make a living yes. doing it. And I yes. would say right now, and I'm going to pick on my profession, okay? Everyone has gone to school somewhere. We've all had good teachers. We've all had not so good teachers. Well, I would like to think that all of us that are have dreams and aspirations of becoming educators are doing it because we want to make a positive influence on a child. Well, I want the people doing it that really are passionate in it and and are willing to learn all of the time. How can I be better? How can I make my decisions and how I discuss things with kids practical and make sense to them? And it's it's never been a job to me to be a teacher. Again, I know when I say I've been doing this 41 years, people think, my gosh, Chad's talking to somebody who's 105. Well, I'm not (laughs) quite that old, but, but, but you got the energy of a 20 year old. I do. And I love, thank you. But I love what I, and the kids energize me. Isn't that funny? I will say, um, when we, when COVID hit in Oklahoma in March and they said, we're not, we're going to close everything down for a little bit. And the kids never returned. I really kind of got into a depression because no doubt. I need those kids and they energize me. And I've always laughed and said, man, if I'm not here for the kids, I don't know who I'm for. And in the same breath, I'm going to go back to your comment with the young man at the table that you spoke with. So often they don't know what to do, but they, they look around their community and they see the people that make, that are considered prestigious or make a above average living. And, you know, so often dead gummit. I, when I talk to kids, Chad, I have also have the opportunity to go speak with eighth graders in all of my, we have five sitting schools. I don't think I've really talked about that. And some of them are 80 kids in a class, which is one of the bigger schools down to last year. I had three in a class, three eighth graders. And we had some really interesting. And when you say class, you're sometime. talking, and, yeah. and let's, let's be clear now, when you're talking class, yes. you're talking the entire grade. Yes. Yes. And in fact, I will tell you there were five and by Christmas two had moved because of family situations. And now they, there were three and that was the entire eighth grade class. Yes. 40% drop because I lost two kids. <laughs> 
they got they got to add foreign exchange students. <laughs> yeah, well, let's just consolidate. Well, Chad, you've been to Northwest Oklahoma, and you're right. We yep. drive two hours to go play a football game, and right. it's all of my sending schools. The closest one is 23 miles from me. It's incredible. And you look on a map and you think, wow. So it's it's easy answer to say, well, we just need to combine everything. We'd have kindergartners on buses starting at six, six o'clock in the morning, you know, to ride. Right. right. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine getting up at five and eating breakfast? And then by the time, gosh, nine o'clock, they're ready for lunch. But it, we just have a lot of challenges we have to address. And we're just we, people in northwest Oklahoma value education so much. And that's one reason we're able to have in a county no bigger than us population wise a four-year university a career tech and some phenomenal public schools and we are just so so blessed but you're right and I you know gosh someone asked me one time Chad if the world ran according which is kind of scary the Karen Kane what would it look like and I said <laughs> man I wish I could get a kid that would just put together everything they enjoy that makes them tick, music, drama, athletics, math, science, ag, whatever it is, have them find a career. And then as a guidance counselor, then let's start backing up and figure out how can you reach that. There you go. But we start out going through college, a university, post-secondary, and it's, I've had many students that have started at Northwestern Oklahoma State University, which is an outstanding university, it's just not a good fit for them. And they, thank goodness, have been told, well, go out and see Karen. Well, I don't even know her. Well, but she'll, I've got some assessments. I'm, they're pretty non-threatening and bless their hearts. We may not even have Chad. What's, what is what they need to succeed for their career, according to a career assessment. But I have a whole matrix of the other career techs of the state of Oklahoma that might have that. We don't offer phlebotomy, but 60 miles from me, Autry Tech does. And if you live between Alvin and Enid, that's an easy fix. Oh, it's a great school. And Linda Belknap does a great job over there. You know, the mom is listening right now and she's going, okay, I, I need to look into this. Let's get some real practical things that she can consider and questions she needs to ask. So here would be the first one, cost. What's this going to cost me? To attend career tech, if you live yes. in a di- if you're part of the district of a career tech, Chad in Oklahoma, and you are still an active high school student, there is no cost. How about for adults? For adults, for Northwest Tech, and every career tech is going to be different because of what they have to offer. I, I tell my adults, you can go to school at Northwest Tech from 8 o'clock in the morning till 3 o'clock in the afternoon with a lunch break. Every, everything included would be about $5,000. And we do offer financial aid. For a year. Yes, sir, for a year. And I will say, moms that are listening and dads, in that year, if you come morning and afternoon and are serious and take the certifications seriously, they can be finished in a year. So for instance, I'm going to pick on our practical nursing program. It's one year. Now it's more expensive because of the animal in which it is. And it has to go along with the state department of health, but our classes start for instance, in November which is an odd time, but it goes for a year, a calendar year. And by October of the next year, they are ready to go sit for that test to become an LPN. One year. 
unbelievable. And you know, you think of the cost of college, it's, it's astronomical and you could do that right there and you could get started. And you know, Karen, a lot of the hospitals will pay for your schooling beyond that. We offer CNA and CMA training as well. And many of our nursing homes and hospitals are so hungry for that. In rural Oklahoma, you're right. If you get employed, they will pay that tuition for you. So there's lots of options. And and I know money's money, but we have some scholarship opportunities as well through some foundations that we have here on in, on our campus. And it, it, it's very doable. And many people are very, very shocked. At, they'll go, I could go the whole year. And even if I didn't get any financial assistance, it's $5,000. Man, that's what you pay just about in fees at some universities. You know, at Western uh, Oklahoma State College, you know, they even have partnerships with hospitals uh, nearby. Yes. It's hard yes. for hospitals. It's hard for these rural areas to get doctors there, to get nurses there. And uh, um, there's great jobs out there. Okay. Now here's my second one then, because again, I want to make this real practical to the person that's listening. So we got the student out there who says, man, I really want to check into that tech center, or I'm thinking about studying this. Now, I, Karen, I, I don't like the okay career tech website. I'm going to put that in the show notes for the listeners. I don't like that okay. site. And here's, here's my number one reason why just me looking at it. The first thing I wanted to do is I wanted to be able to click my tech center that's close to me and immediately see mm-hmm. what programs they had and right. you know, what certifications I can get. I just wanted to see that real quickly. I couldn't figure it out yesterday. Right. And so right. I just don't like that. So uh, if you can, can you give a, a just a very brief word to the parent or the student here? How, how's that student going to figure out what tech center is close to him, what programs are offered, what certifications he can get? If they attended public school, I would like to hope, because it's true in Northwest Oklahoma, that they have a reference. I would I would be that reference point, Chad. They'd say, I don't know who she is, but she's funny, and she's got short hair, and she's very loud, and she was that lady from... <laughs> gives <laughs> a visual for your listeners. She's the lady from the career tech, the Votech at Alva. How would they find who you are, though? Well, you I Google. I, I, you know, that's that's a great question. I don't. If you Googled or used a search engine and just put career techs in Northwest Oklahoma, I don't know that I've done that, Chad. So that's a great question. They know at North. Maybe ask their home high school counselor what school she with. Then you can go to an engine search and type in Northwest tech. What if it's the mom who got laid off for COVID and now she's yes. like, Hey, I got, I need a skill. I'm going to go study phlebotomy. Yep. Okay. Well, how's she going to know? Or maybe she wants to study culinary arts or, I mean, how's she going to know well, what tech center around here has that? And who do I talk to? That's, and that's, that's a great question. And I'm so glad you, and I see, I've been doing this a few years. You're still asking me good question. Thank you, my friend. I, <laughs> I would say go to your own high school, seriously, go to the high school and ask them, is there a career tech that serves you? Get that name and then Google that name and just call. And I will tell you, it's interesting. I know people get frustrated with making calls to people they don't know. Get on the phone, ask your home high school person who the career tech is that they are familiar with or the close because not everyone utilizes or is in a career tech district in Oklahoma but just call and say I want to speak to the say guidance counselor and I'm going to put my my group of expertise and family members you know we have secretaries we have administrators 
I'm I'm kind of I'm the student services person for my campus, and many schools are bigger than mine, and they have certain. But they're going to get you there once you make that initial call and say, "I'm thinking I need to be retrained." Now, when they come to me, Chad, I may very well give them a career assessment, sure, to find out what what are your likes and dislikes, where are your yeah. strengths. Yeah. I could take that silly test a hundred times, and mine are going to say people. I think it's pretty evident, right? Yeah. I need to be serving people because that's what I'm passionate about that. Maybe it's yeah. not an education, but there's a whole lot of careers that come with that. And with the career assessment, it lists you a whole bunch of ideas of things that I you may not have even thought of. Oh, sure. I didn't yeah. think about that. So there's it's a it is a process. It, it's not going to be a one stop and you're going to be able to fix everything. But I think part of it is just being open to some suggestions. And and put yourself out there, start and start asking. That's a great question, but that's what I would recommend. Talk to your local high school or school people and say, "What well, career tech is close?" Again, we have listeners all over, so I know in this podcast, you know, you hear Oklahoma a lot, just because yes, yes. you know, that's where I'm based, and, and you hear that a lot. So in different states, these are handled differently, um, but still, there's yes. technical uh, centers or something they call it different, possibly where you can check. Yes. So, you know, if you have to make a call to a local high school, say, Hey, you, you know, where's tech centers? Here's the other thing. I do workshops at Western Iowa tech university. Um, I do uh, Western Iowa mm -hmm. tech college. I do uh, workshops at uh, Arkansas tech at the Ozark campus. Yes. Um, and man, listen, if you called that school and you said, Hey, I'm really interested in what programs you offer. You would, it would be like Christmas had shown up. They'd be like, come on, let's talk. I can't wait to show you what we do. Yes. So like yes. you said, that phone call is great. Okay. So we've talked cost. We've talked um, a little bit about the college prep side. Now you guys don't, I don't think at yours, you do the pre-engineering program, but that's a great program no. that's being offered a lot of places um, at a lot of yes, tech centers. And it, it, you know, it is not the old Votech. So, you know, I, I think that parents, who you know are from that generation need to understand it's amazing what you can get there and to school administrators and I know that school administrators are finally really figuring this out that you know the the technical schools there's some great programs there I know you would say the same to them hey give us another chance take a look at us yes let's let's talk about what's happening with your students do you want to address that just real briefly you, yes, sir. It, it, it's interesting because I graduated from high school in 76, and I have said to many of my classmates, we're not the old Votech. The technology for cars, to read a manual to work on a, I don't even hate to toss a year out there, but I would say 1985 and up, you, be, you have to be a technical reader. You know, my VW, 1973 VW can be a shade tree mechanic weekend job. If you know what you're doing, you like troubleshooting, <laughs> yeah. you're analytical, right? If you can find the parts. But uh, you get these technology and just look at what we're driving with the computer and everything that's geared on it. And it tells me what the temperature is. And I think it'll, if mine, mine doesn't, but I probably would weigh me on my seat if it had the technology. It's not, we're just not the old Votech. And it's, it's interesting you, you just have to give us a chance. I think it's amazing to me. And we, every opportunity we get, Chad, we ask school personnel to please come and spend time on our, because even what we offered 15 years ago has changed. And that is the beauty of what we do. We're able to 
I hate to say change on a dime, but we're able to adapt to what the opportunities are in the community and what the workforce is demanding, sometimes a little easier than a university that has to have all of the syllabus updated. Ours are still accredited. Ours still go through a huge litany of of, uh, work-based accommodations to be work-ready, but we don't have near sometimes the headache of the bureaucracy, if you will, as valuable as that is. So yes, sir, it's, it is, it, and every program changes. It, it has changed. We, every time we get a new instructor, they bring something new to the table because of their expertise in the field. Yeah. And yeah. we've got to upgrade. We have to stay on top of what the employers are needing in the work field. And you're right. Sometimes yeah. what we have to offer is better, but they've been given every child, every student's been given the opportunity to experiment in that so it's give us a chance and it's i just think we there are things we're kind of you know they've always said oklahoma career tech is a jewel of oklahoma it's just been hidden we don't make a lot of noise but boy the people that have come through and i've been blessed i've got students chad that have said my gosh mrs kane if it weren't for northwest tech and what they offered me i would never have even thought i wanted to do anything as far as educationally because this particular person i'm thinking of came to us through our business computer class, felt good about what happened, went on to Northwestern, got a business degree, and is now a very successful business person in our community. So, yeah. boy, what a, I mean, we're growing our own. We're keeping some people here that are educated. She sings our praises, but we don't, we don't say that loud enough sometimes. So, yeah, give us a chance and come out and just say, I want to see what you're offering in that electrical class. And we'll sure take you back anytime. And I think any school should and would give you a tour and let you see what we have to offer. Well, that is a great way to summarize the episode. I, you know, I titled this episode about why every high school student should consider their local tech center, tech school, and man, I think you summed it up great there. Karen, you know, I I said at the beginning of this episode, how, how close you are to my heart. I, by the way, Karen makes great peanut brittle with her church. And so I have enjoyed that every year. But you know oh. how close you are to me. And uh, I know. Uh, anyway, I, I think the people see why and her energy is contagious. I want to I say something also while you've got some listeners. And, and again, these are our kids. And I, I mean that. I laugh because I said, you can beat Karen Kane up all you want. And I'm 62. I can take it. I'm okay. You start bad mouthing the youth. And boy, Chad, the hair on the back of my neck stands up. And I just get, it's like... When someone badmouths a family member, okay, we're not going to have that yeah. because our our young people inspire me every day. Their outlook through things sometimes I think well, I'm I need to be more like them, and I appreciate so much what you do through your podcast to reach out because I think sometimes we all have a little tunnel vision, and I just think the world probably looked like it was when I was raised by my family, and it doesn't for everybody, and we forget that, and sometimes. We as community people are the best counselors for these kids. And if someone's talking to a kid that's just, everybody's going to college, I don't know what to do. Sit down and visit with them. Start having these conversations about what is it you like. And I said, golly, we all just want people to be positive and productive in whatever role this life brings them. That's really good. Karen, thank you so much for joining. You are amazing. Well, you are too, and I appreciate everything you do for all of us. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. And Northwest Oklahoma wishes everyone to stay healthy and be smart about everything going on with COVID and your lives. 
absolutely. All right. Thanks, Karen. You bet. Well, I knew you would enjoy that. Karen is quite the character, does a great job, and has been in the business for a long time. So she understands the tech benefits, and hopefully it'll be something that you'll look into. Now, next week, if you're listening to this live or when the week that it comes out, next week, I will be on the road starting with a workshop at Western Oklahoma State College in Altus, Oklahoma. So that's Monday, August 31st at 8.30. Then I'll have about a week off, and then it'll start. Every day I'll be traveling to a different high school for the next month. And then uh, as of now, there's a few spaces in October, but uh, you'll find that uh, that schedule changes quite a bit as schools figure out, yes, we're going to be here and we have students, then uh, certainly that will be booking up. And there's a lot of schools waiting right now. So uh, just got to keep watching calendar.chadcargo.com to see that. You can also get my prep book. We're shipping books every day now. And a lot of you have placed those orders. So you can get that right on my website, chadcargo.com. And don't get overwhelmed by it. A 541 roughly page prep book. We're going to do it one bite at a time. Don't try to do the whole thing at once. And I think you'll find that it's very beneficial. There's roughly 140 or so pages of math problems in there. And at the back of the math section, I worked every problem, typed out my steps, explanations in English and so forth. So use that book wisely. Be purposeful when you practice with it. Uh, Speed reading is available on my site as well. And you'll find more information uh, there. So the mastermind groups are still open, academy.chadcargo.com. And I'll be adding some courses here soon. Actually, I've been waiting on a net camera to be able to do a little better quality video on some of those. And it just came in actually today. So I'm excited to uh, start doing some of those recordings as early as uh, tomorrow. I'll start recording some of those and get those out, hopefully, over the next several weeks. So that'll be on academy.chadcargill.com. Well, I hope you guys have a great week. Make sure you're checking on your September registration. ACT, if you follow their Twitter now, as we have said multiple weeks, it is a disaster. Uh, that I'm not sure what's happening over there, but uh, there's a lot of apologies being issued by them, and you need to keep track of that. They say that everyone registered for the September test has been notified uh, about a status of their test center. I, I posted that today. Uh, I saw that posted today. And so just check on that. Make sure you get your information. Check with your high school counselor and make sure everything is good. And if you need to call that testing center, do that and make sure that they are still a go because uh, I'm not sure I would trust what ACT emails you. I think I would do a little bit of my own verification and hopefully you'll be able to get in and take that test. Now, if you're going to take that test, make sure you go to testday.chadcargo.com, testday.chadcargo.com. It'll ask me or it'll ask you where to send it and you will put your email there and in your inbox, you'll receive a PDF of the must know items for the test. And it's just a bullet point list and you can just go through it and say, yep, do I know that midpoint formula? Do I know the distance formula? Do I know the 30, 60 right triangles? Do I know the indefinite pronouns that are always plural, the equation of a circle? And if you know those, then at least it's that eggs and omelets. You got to have eggs to make an omelet. So at least you'll have the eggs and then we'll decide if, you know, we can actually do the math. But go ahead and get that resource and you'll find that again at testday.chadcargill.com. Thank you for listening. I know it was a, another longer episode, 
But I think it was a valuable one with Karen joining. I'm so thankful to her. And definitely check out your local tech center. I'll be back with you again next week. Until then, have a great week.